1: Az emre ishle be This angle. I love you, you Zikainim, Zikainois Birecha, hoi bois Yerushalayim Oid yesh bu Zikainim, Zikainois Birecha, hoi bois Ve ish mi school music eyes voice
2: You'll be a
3: Mazel to, mazel to, m'm'm'm mazel to, inin ibazel lehabiyah bechosi birchas <laughs> mazel to, mazel to, mazel to, m'm'm'm mazel
4: I saw the light of the sun And all the eyes From all the walls They turned to a great joy A new
5: leveta matai
4: day matai Find peace And the world is a happy place
1: Oh, when will it be? When will it be That vision I see When our dreams become a reality
5: When will we wake To a perfect world When oh when
6: How I wait for the day perfect
1: world when i When will it be that vision I
6: see when our dreams become
0: J.M. and the A.M. Yeah, perfect world, right? Good thought for the brand new year. We're always looking for perfection when things kick off and the brand new year starts. Thursday morning broadcast here at J.M. the A.M. Final Thursday of August 2018, the 19th day in the month of Elul, the year 5778. Want to wish a Mazel Tov to Yankee Khan and his uh, Rebitsin. He told me last night that Chai Elol is their 26th wedding anniversary. It's a happy anniversary from all of us here at JM and the AM. Uh, We'll blow show for later on. It's a Slichos morning for our friends in the Sephardic community. We'll start Slichos on Sunday. Uh, 81 degrees outside with 81% humidity. Windsor West at 6 miles an hour. We've got uh, mostly sunny weather today with a high temperature of 92. You heard correctly, another one over 90. Uh, thunderstorms late tonight, a low of 72. and Maybe that'll take care of some of the high temperatures because tomorrow scattered thunderstorms, the high only 76 degrees. Wow, we may finally get a break in the heat wave. 84 right now in Yerushalayim. We're at 81 waking up on a, a Thursday morning here in New York City. As we say, good morning at JM in the AM. Before Yaakov Shweki, Eli Marcus had Mazel Tov. You heard Ani Mamin and O. Yeshu done by MBD. Shlomo Katz with Mehera Aleph Bays. that's Shimmy Miller from Shire Pinchas volume number three in the New York Boys Choir, and from Regesh, Modani, opening things up. And we say good morning. 19 minutes before 7 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being part of this amazing experience. And thanks for spending your pre-Slichos days with us. And for some of you, it's already Slichos days. I say that because uh, we're trying to get in as many appropriate tunes for Slichos as possible over the next few days, of course. In fact, Mark Zamek informed us this morning that his Erev Shabbos show presented by our uh, friends at Kedem is um, it's going to feature not only Parshas Ketavo, which is this week, uh, but Erev Shabbos Lichos as well. He calls it the penultimate show of the season. So the Erev Shabbos show brought to you by our friends at Kedem. It is part of the Thursday lineup. You'll hear it tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time Thursday night and 10 p.m. Eastern Time Friday morning Right here at the Nalham Siegel Network. Speaking of Slicho selections, Yehuda Green at JM in the AM. Well, I thought we had Yehuda Green ready to roll with his Shmakolainu. Here he is at Jam in the Am. J.M. and the A.M. Avi Peretz Oite is the name of that one. Uh, before that, Yurachmil begun Miami Boys' Choir. I saw Yurachmil last night. Beautiful wedding last night at the Rockley with the uh, Rockhauer family. Uh, Rackauer, I think is the right pronunciation. Saw Yerachmiel. Saw Sanchananya. Um, Aaron Teitelbaum and uh, Yisrael Lam and Ohad. Simply remarkable. Um, yeah, it was really it was really something beautiful wedding. Mazel tov to everybody. Speaking of weddings, oh, before before Avi Peretz, Miami with Yehava That's why I thought of Yerachmil, Yehuda Green at Shmack Kolenu in there, and of course he's leading slichas at the West Side Institutional Synagogue. Can't wait to see the videos; they come out immediately. <laughs> Can't wait to see them. I uh, wanted to wish a mazel tov earlier in the week on Tuesday night. Uh, Tova Rachel and the Dudi were married. Mazel tov to the Sandel and Muller families. The Sandels, of course, right here. On the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So they have a big Shabbos Shabbat, Shabbat bruchos, uh, coming up. As does the uh, Hagler family here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So we say Mazel tov to them as well. <clears throat> and uh, Mazel Tov to the, uh, let's see. Tonight I have a nephew's wedding and a cousin's wedding. <laughs> Guess which one won out. We will not be seeing the cousins, but we wish them the very, very best. The Purek and Eisenman families are celebrating tonight. fagi and Moshe. Their wedding is taking place down in Lakewood this evening. Uh, we'll be up in the Spring Valley area as a Sarah Bidnik and Yitzhi Siegel are married. Mazal Tov, of course, to Mr. and Mrs. Yaakov Bidnik. Who we, had a, we had a wonderful time with uh, Mr. Bidnik on Shabbos for the Ufruf. And Mazal Tov, of course, to Rabbi and Mrs. Babi and uh, Chaim Nate Siegel on Staten Island. Big simcha looking forward to tonight. Uh, up in Spring Valley, uh, Sarabidnik and a Yitzi Siegel Mazaltov from all of us. At America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world in the web at com, On the Siegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Sal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more, of course, today. Uh, Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein is going to join us. Brand new dean up at the Bicultural Day School in Stamford, Connecticut. We'll speak to him about a recent development in the school. Uh, also Cantor, Natan el is scheduled. He's Cantor at the Hampton Synagogue. He is scheduled for us with us later on this morning here at JMNAM. Don't forget, tomorrow, Malcolm Honelein with the weekly update, 7.40 Eastern Time tomorrow morning. Yeah, even Labor Day weekend right here at JMNAM. Galay Al Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at J.M. the
7: 2 Shalom שר הביטחון, אביגדור ליברמן, סייר הבוקר ביישובים בגבול הצפון. בביקורו הבהיר ליברמן, מבחינת ישראל, להסכם שנחטם בין איראן לסוריה, אין שום משמעות. עם כל וכל לכל וכל זלו אינטרס כל שאר ההבנות שמגיעים אליהם בכל מיני מקומות, פשוט מבחינתנו לא רלוונטיים. האיש מספר 2 ביצמרת חמאס ברצועת עזה, חליל אלחיה, אומר כי הפסקת שיגור בלוני התו ורעה נכון בדרך להסרת הסגר על הרצועה. الחייה השיב לתיונות לתיונות בציבור الفلسطيني, לפיה מנגיף חמאס גילו חולשה בפסקת הלימוד בקדור אגווול. وإذا الاحتلال רجع وبطل, مش بدنا نطلع بالونة, بدنا نطلع مية ألف كمان, ومش بدنا نصل السلك, بدنا نقص السلك بالآلاف. إحنا في بنعمل وندير هذه العملية بطريقتنا. ما هي الجريمة في ما هي الخيانة في ذلك? ימיכוושי חזורי פול לא נשגר balloon אחד إلى מאות אלפים יזיר הלחייה ועוסיף. לא נסע לجي על הקדר, אלא אנחנו חתוחות במיות אלפיים. אנחנו ננהל ננהל זOD ב ourselves. מה בידא בחק? מה אפשר? ידיעה שמצר כתבנו לו איני ני ארווים, ג'קי חוגי. בואות, קיבן שנתיים במטבע ביוני, לאחר שיחבב מחלב ורותח ביישוב בשרון. צוות מגן דוד אדום פינו את בואות לvette חולים שיב את הלשומר, ינקביות the (imitation) resistance (imitation) within the Catholic Church
8: has always been concerned with two
9: things above all else, protecting its reputation and protecting its money. He is caught between loyalty to his own organization and doing the right thing and between
7: וההתנגדות בתוך הנסיעה הקתולית תמיד הייתה קשורה דברים, הגנה על המוניטין והגנה על הכסף. האפיפיור קלו בין חוקים בירוקרטיים לבין צו המוסר, בין אלוהים לאדם, בדרך מסוימת. כך רדמונד. יושב ראש בני סכנין, מוחמד אביונוס, כי לו משה חוגג, החוץ, לראשונה, אחרי אבו יונוס אמר לעידן קוולר ובוני גינסבורג, הקהל צריך להודד את המהלך ודובר בכדורגל.
8: אני עזמת את השיחה לאחל לו הצלחה גם במישור העסקי וגם בכדורגל. שבוע לפני זה אני הגלתי שיחה אלי יוחנה בנושא הזה, ואני חושב הקהלים, גם של 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 דבר זה
7: לידיא ציבועי הנاعים, מחיר ליתר בנזין 95 אוקטן יעלה ב-2 גורות, ב-2 גורות, בלילה שבין שabbat לראשון, ועמוד ל-60 קילומטרים ו-58 גורות. מזג אוויר: היום תחול ירידה בתמperatureות, בתחילת השבוע תורגש יתחממות, ואחבדה ניקרת ביום שמחום. אלה חדשות שורח יובל נפתלי
1: drive down the highway of life, give me five, my friend, here we are, we're together again and remembering when we met, all the games, all the jokes that we laughed at, the pain that we shared, and we knew that no matter what came, our bond would remain the same, I can travel down any road Cause I know that I'm not alone I can travel down any road Cause I know that I'm not alone I'm not alone
0: J.M. in the A.M. Well, first, Achim Benefesh, done by Avramo, at Avram Freed, and then Friends, done by Mordechai Shapiro. Achim, brothers, friends here at J.M. in the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Uh, a couple of things, a couple of big reminders, actually, for Labor Day weekend, especially for those of you who are sports fans. Let me head over to our community calendar for a moment. Uh, on uh, September the 3rd, which is Labor Day, right? Yeah, September the 3rd, which is Labor Day. It's kosher night with the Brooklyn Cyclones. Starts at MCU Park at 4 p.m. Um, again, check it out. They do a great job. They do a great job there. Um, it's kosher. It's not Jewish Heritage Night. It's kosher night. We have a lot of different choices, additional choices than usual at the kosher stand. They try. To open up as much as possible. It's hard, so there sometimes can be long lines, but uh, it's really a fun night. And if you have a chance to go Monday, make sure to go. Also, speaking of the Brooklyn Cyclones, they are at the Staten Island Yankees on Sunday. And let me just get this out here. Yeah, on Sunday at 1.30 p.m. at Richmond County Bank Ballpark in Staten Island. It's the JCRC of New York um, with a Jewish Heritage Night or Jewish Heritage Day, whatever you want to call it at the Staten Island Yankees. I'm going to try to go to this and see uh, the Brooklyn Cyclones take on the Staten Island Yankees on Sunday. Again, it's JCRC, information 718-313-1324. 718-313-1324. You can purchase tickets through the JCRC of New York. A lot of emails about it going around. So check that out. We told you about the NCSY Father-Son Bear Mountain trip. It's happening at Overlook Lodge. Sunday and Monday, just 45 minutes from the George Washington Bridge. It's Sunday and Monday, an opportunity for fathers and sons in uh, with boys in high school to get together and have an amazing experience together. Information, you want to uh, get in touch with Daniel Gordon, D at ncsy.org. GordonD at uh, ncsy.org. Let me see what else I wanted to... Mentioned to everybody. If you go, by the way, to um, to the website, to com and the, go to the community calendar section, you'll see some of the Slichos services up there, including the one with Chazin ben Miller at the Young Israel Beth Borough Park, including the Kalbach Shul Slichos at the Westside Institutional Synagogue with Yehuda Green. The Pre-Slichos Kumsitz down at Shomri Amuna in Baltimore is up there, so you can check that out. Slichos Night of Music and tefillah at the Jewish Center. Uh, that starts at um, 1045 this coming Saturday night. It's up there. You'll see it. Uh, Shlomo Katz, his Slichos and Ephrat, is up there as well. <laughs> and Rav Judah Michelle is a scholar in residence at the Young Israel of Lawrence Cedarhurst, Is coming Shabbos. You get all that information in the community calendar as well. So go to the community calendar section of NahumSiegel.com. Also, Cantor Natanel Hershtick is going to join us later on this show. We'll talk about Slichos at the Hampton Synagogue. And finally, here in this neighborhood, the Young Israel of Manhattan. Presents the Rabbi Joseph Zweigbaum Memorial Lecture Series Rabbi Pesach Krohn. It's an annual tradition. Rabbi Krohn on the first night of Slichos at the Young Israel of Manhattan at three seventeen Henry Street. Doors will open at ten fifty. Rabbi Krohn begins speaking at eleven fifteen. On the first night of Slichos is coming Saturday night. They'll then begin Slichos at twelve fifty six in the morning. So check out Rabbi Pesach Krohn. A lot of people come from near and far to be in this neighborhood on Saturday night to hear Rabbi Krohn and then participate in. This Lichos service quarter after seven o'clock. More coming up. Thanks for keeping it right here at J M in the A M.
7: Als Tate Mame in die junge Jodden seinen Hossen und Kalle geworden, seinen Seherein zum Reben, sein Broch ist zu nehmen. Und otte die Broche, der Rebe Seh gegeben. Mach lichtig und warm, warum
1: sich, warum sich lichtig und waren. wird der machen lichtig, lichtig und Waren bei ja, mach lichtig und warm, warum sich. Arumsi lichtig <muchas> lichtig Warum see? lichtig und warm. Lichtig und warm lichtig is Lichtig Lichtig
4: of you.
0: JM and the AM. There we go. That may have been coming through on one channel there for a moment. Sorry about that. Uh, Lift Me Up. That's a Yoni Z. Before that, Benny Friedman, Lichtig Unvarum, his brand new single. Sandy was in there with Misha Asa from Anishar here at JM and the AM. Thursday morning broadcast, 30th 30th of August the 19th of Elul. Good morning, everybody. Labor Day weekend coming up. Slichos weekend coming up. For those of us in the Ashkenazi community, we start Sunday, late Saturday night, Sunday. We start our Salihus service. Mazel tov going out to all the Hussins uh, and Kalas out there for tonight, including Fagi Purek and Moshe Eisenman. My wonderful cousins getting married tonight in Lakewood, New Jersey. And uh, mazal tov to the Bidnik and Siegel families. My wonderful nephew getting married tonight. Sarah Bidnik and Yitzi Siegel getting married tonight up in the Spring Valley to the Bidnik and Siegel families. We say mazal tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yeah. Baruch Hashem, great news to share with everybody. Looking forward to uh, the big celebration tonight. Reminder, Malcolm Honline is with us tomorrow. He's Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Joins us tomorrow for the weekly update here at JMNAM. Reminder, Hershey Park Sukkot Extravaganza, Wednesday Cholamoid beginning at 5 p.m. Thursday Cholamoid from 11 until 7 p.m. Information about all of this, uh, LancasterSukkot.com. Again, Lancaster Sukkot, S U K K O T.com. Lancaster dot com for information on that. Also, remember, uh, the big concert is coming up in Israel. In fact, the website is concertinisrael.com. <laughs> uh, this is the, <laughs> let me pull up the information. This is the, um, uh, the concert starring Yaakov Shweki and Mordechai Shapiro, uh, presented by Friends of United Hatzalah of Israel. Thursday night, Chalamoid, starting at 7.30 p.m. at Binyanai HaOma, the International Convention Center in Jerusalem. Um, All donations except for the ticket price are tax-deductible, and you are invited to participate, to be a sponsor, and to enjoy great music and help United Hatzalah save lives in Israel at the same time. Best resource, best way to do this if you're going to be in Israel for Sukkot, is a concert in that would be the best way to uh, secure your tickets get all the details etc etc all right so uh, check that out and if you're in israel for yom tov get ready to enjoy um let's see if we have our morning chizuk ready to roll so we can uh we can get Rabbi Goldwasser on and continue with our radio adventure. Um, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishma Sarav Zebin Revyosavalevi and Zechonishma Esther Bas Revyosavalevi. Here is
2: Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. When we stand before Hashem in judgment, we have to be makir to recognize that we are lacking in good deeds. If a person feels that he is an honored individual and he's arrogant, then he is a shote. he is a fool. The Rambam writes in Hilcheshofer, V'cholamegis staito, whoever is proud and arrogant and they give themselves honor, the individual is but a sinner and a fool. We can understand that he may be a sinner, but why does it say that he's a fool? We know that by every sin, it is written in the Talmud, Ein Adam over avera, a person will never transgress, Eloimke ke nichnas ruach unless a spirit of folly, foolishness, enters into him. Why is this? The great Rav Meir Tzvi Bergman of Ponovitch once said, There was a distinguished looking Jew. He had an impressive Hadras Ponim, he came to see a wealthy person in the United States for help. He visited him in a large building with multiple dwellings. The wealthy man said, tell me what do you do? The man said he was a cook in a certain yeshiva in Yerushalayim. The wealthy man said, if you tell wealthy people that, you're not going to get too much. Here in America, someone with a Hadras ponim." a countenance like yours, should say that he's a Rosh Hashiva. Then they will give with open hands and give you, dai whatever you need. He also told him that there is another wealthy man in the building who he could approach. When you say you're a Rosh Hashiva, he'll give you what you need. The Jew left the apartment slightly confused. He went down to the lobby, but instead of ringing the bell of the one who was suggested, accidentally he reached the same wealthy person that he had just left. When the person said, "Uh, who is it? The cook responded, it's the Rosh Yeshiva of such a Yeshiva. The Balabos said, how can you say that? I am the one who gave you the suggestion I know you're a cook. I gave you the idea. And now you're a Rosh Hashiva? Similarly, says Rebbe Bergman, when a Jew comes before Hashem in judgment and he makes himself mechubad, honored, and he's proud and arrogant, who is he fooling? Hashem is the one that knows the secrets of every heart. Is that who you're trying to fool? Aside from doing Navayra, a person would also then be a shote, a fool. That is why we say during the days of Slichos, Kedalim uchrashim d'afak We are knocking on your doors as poor and humble people. In that merit, may we have a Shonatova Tova Mesuka, a good and a sweet year, blessed with every bracha, spiritually, and materially. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning chizek. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. and the A.M. Mach Abrocha. Shmuley younger with that selection here on a J.M. and the A.M. Thursday morning broadcast. 81 degrees, mostly sunny, a high 92. Looks like the final day of our heat wave When the thunderstorms show up later on. It looks like we'll uh, end up at some point uh, in the 70s for the high tomorrow. Well, my good friend Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein is with us live via telephone. He was described to me as follows. Uh, he left a lucrative law practice Smicha and a master's in education at Yeshiva University, and now is dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. Many of you know that the uh, Bicultural School was known as the Bicultural Day School, but now recently they have merged with the Jewish High School of Connecticut, and they will be known as the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. And as I said, Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein is the dean of that uh, quote-unquote brand new institution. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, welcome back to JM in the A.M.
9: My pleasure to be here. What was the quote unquote? What was what,
0: what that about? When, when we I, are we, we
9: are a new a new merged school, right? Not a quote unquote. I guess
0: I guess what I meant was that... <laughs> I guess what I meant I know, was there's, a,
9: there's an implication of uh, you know some kind of uh, some kind of fraudulent conduct. We quote unquote. Don't even quote unquote me. Ooh,
0: the lawyer in you has come out immediately. <laughs> we we said you left the law, lucrative law practice. I see it has. Yeah, yeah,
9: lucrative, lucrative. <laughs> that, that's the key. I see it has. Uh,
0: I see it hasn't exactly left you. You may have left it. That's Any, true. Anyway, that uh, the last time we saw you was on the uh on the parade route as we celebrated Israel together in New York City, and I know that that's a uh obviously a great day for the schools, it is for so many schools. And and this news do, do the geography for us. The bicultural itself has always been in Stamford, Connecticut, right? Where has the Jewish high school been?
9: Well, the Jewish high school of Connecticut has also been in Stanford uh. for the last uh, three, four years. Before that, it was a little uh, more north, right. um, in the Fairfield area, Bridgeport area. But uh, it's been in Stanford for a couple of years.
0: And the benefit of this merger, the uh, you know the, the way the community is going to benefit, and the kids will benefit from these two institutions being together. What would you well, say?
9: the biggest benefit is, of course, I'm now the dean of a bigger school. That would be the number one benefit. Um, but, uh, no, we, it's it's really a great privilege to be the educational center of, of Stanford now to have this pre-K through 12. Um, for us in the middle school, it's exciting because we can keep our kids and our families longer. Uh, and I think it's something wonderful for Stanford, I think, more. I mean, we have so many young families moving into Stanford in the last couple of years, maybe 30 families uh young from families and uh i think it's it's makes our community a little more marketable because uh we can uh we, you don't have to send your kids into the city right um i noticed the difference
0: the last time. time i was up there i noticed the difference it's amazing how much growth there is and uh how many people are are finding out how wonderful a community stanford is something i've been saying for a while um and, and the community continues to grow the, the high school though in the old days let's go back you know four or five years what was serving a broader New England area, to say the least, right as opposed to cultural yeah, no, meaning the high school and the high school was it was the uh, three four years ago in the other location it was it was serving you know uh, kids that were coming from other states as well. am I right about that?
9: um I think it, it was serving the larger fairfield county community in in Connecticut. Mm. It was a little far for New Yorkers um, Right, but I was
0: I was thinking uh, more like Massachusetts and others. I was under that impression they were coming from there, I guess I was wrong about that.
9: Um, you know, I'm not. If they were, I'm not aware of it. Right. Um, but it's possible. It's that good a school. You might as well get in the car for an hour and a half and get there. Uh, <laughs> but,
0: uh, and what 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 is the growth potential now that you're together? I mean, is this going to uh, attract more high schoolers? Will there be larger classes because uh, now the uh, everything's under one roof?
9: Oh, no question about it. As I say, just from our school alone, right. um, to, to be able to retain students for another four years is gonna, is going to have a big impact we believe, and uh, and there are other families that have planned to send their kids into New York, and the commute is a little difficult in the morning, and um, so th- they'll stay, and, and again, the new families that are going to come to town.
0: All right, and they'll have no need to make uh, to make all those travel arrangements now. Rabbi C. Bernstein is with us, Dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut, the Bicultural Day School and the Jewish High School of Connecticut have merged together. It's the first pre-K through 12th grade Jewish day school now in Connecticut. You're a graduate of bicultural, right?
9: I am indeed. I graduated bicultural. I sent my kids to bicultural. I was on the board for many years.
0: How different is the school today than in your day?
9: Uh, well, I was a student then. It was a much worse school. For, I mean, just discipline-wise, classroom management-wise, I was I was very difficult, and my teachers very tough. Yeah, but I wasn't asking you
0: about you specifically. I'm saying in general.
9: Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I generally interpret questions that way. Um, the school, I, I think the school, the 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 mission of the school is it's a, a community school governed by principles of modern orthodoxy. We're we're a special school in the sense that we attract a lot of families that, um, in a, another community, we get we get. The, the Frum families, but in another community, we get we get a lot of families that in another community wouldn't go to a Jewish day school, I think. Right. So uh, the school's sort of secret sauce and success is that we're able to draw families in, um, even though they're not as traditional as other families who would generally be the core of a Jewish day school such as ours. I myself came into this uh, school bicultural, not a Shomer Shabbos, not a Frum person. I came out. Um, heading to Yeshiva, so that's, that's our success, and uh, the school's always had that formula and that continues. Uh, the demographics have changed somewhat more from families in Stanford. Stanford as a community um, has grown quite a bit. Um, a lot of that due to the hard work of your cousin Michael Feldstein, yeah. who has uh, amazing. tirelessly works to market our community and has brought so many families to town, but uh, as a result of that kind of demographic explosion, the school changes somewhat, but uh, it's very nice.
0: Who's helping you with this effort? If you're dean of, quote-unquote, again, I say, quote-unquote, both institutions, then, I mean, who's helping you? Who's Rosh Hashiva? Who's the principal? Who leads the high school and day school on a daily basis? Jackie
9: Herman. She was the head of bicultural uh, for about 10 years now, and she's, uh, she's the head of both schools. Oh. Um, Rabbi Alicia Paul was formerly the head of school of the high school. He's the Mashkiach uh, Ruchani. Um, at this point, or the Madrich uh, Ruchani, we call him. Uh, he's uh, very much responsible for Jewish life and uh, and marketing the school. Um, and uh, then we have a dedicated educational staff. Um, Rabbi Yehuda Jager is the um, head of Judaic Studies. He's the associate principal for Judaic Studies. Uh, and um, so, you know, it's, it's a nice. There's a, there's a, a a good division of labor, and it's an efficient uh, organization and only the areas of my responsibility are the ones that sometimes fall through cracks. <laughs> those are the cracks. Those are the questionable ones, huh? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> real leaders, and they do their job efficiently and uh, and very, very well.
0: So we wish a lot of luck to uh, Jacqueline Herman, who's uh, head of school, Rabbi Alicia Paul, as you mentioned, and all the others. Is there a goal to get the two schools under one roof? Because at the moment they are not, correct?
9: Correct. They are. That is our goal. They currently lease uh, uh, space, and the decision that now is being made by our our leadership, our lay leadership and our, our donors and our uh, is do, do we modify our building we have a beautiful campus but do we modify our building and uh, increase space for the high school or do we find a, a, a different campus altogether and then everybody moves to a new campus that's really the discussions that are going on now.
0: Hmm, interesting boy oh boy a lot of goals a lot of growth potential it's pretty amazing
9: uh,
0: and, and you know the people have made a big deal You you seem to make less of a big deal about it about leaving uh, law practice or you know or i guess one would call you know uh, re- regular uh, employment life and uh, coming into this role as dean of the school do you do you feel there's a uh, a higher purpose to this or you know were were you spiritually inclined is that why you made the move what would you uh, how would you describe your thought process through this whole well, thing? Well,
9: first of all, let me just say one thing. The practice of law is a very easy profession to leave. <laughs> um, it, it, it really is. But, uh, you know, I really did feel, I, you reached a point in your life where you feel the cement is hardening, and do you want to be there? Or do you want to do something you really are passionate about and love? Um, and I felt Jewish education was something that I definitely was passionate about and loved, and that was time to make that move. And, you know, I'll tell you something, <laughs> a legal practice, particularly if you do litigation, you know, it's not such a happy place. Your clients, either they're winning, either they're losing and they're very unhappy, or they're winning, but they have to pay you to win, so they're really unhappy. But, um, but in a school, the kids are happy, the teachers are happy. It's really a, it's such a, a wonderful, warm environment that I can't uh, say how, how much I appreciate having made that decision.
0: Isn't that funny? A, a, a line of work based on compensation is the one you 're describing as unhappy and the one that 's more spiritually and value value-laden? that 's the one that seems to have more happy people in it it's funny. um
9: i I believe that to be true uh, there of course, there are plenty of people who love to practice the law i just haven 't met them but um, <laughs> but uh, nevertheless there's a a school is a great place you 're part of a a mission and uh is just every day you have a chance to make a difference and and um and make sure that uh, your students have a, a warm, loving, happy, and safe environment in which to to grow in Torah and Mitzvah. It's, a, just, uh, it's, a, it, it, it's um, a privilege. It's a real privilege to be in this profession.
0: Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, the new dean of the Bicultural Hebrew Academy up in Connecticut, by the way, at one time, winner of the Funniest Jew in New York contest. That does explain some of the exchange we've had this yes, morning.
9: Yes, yes, that's true, boy. I'll tell you, Seinfeld's still upset about that. He was throwing <laughs> furniture around the room. <laughs> Uh, uh, to in New York. Finally,
0: on a very serious note, you mentioned earlier the synthesis and it is really beautiful of Orthodox families, those who are ritually inclined and of course uh, families who are traditional in many ways but are not you know their lives are not yet dominated by, uh, by the by the rituals we're used to. let's put it that way. Are, are you meeting a lot of parents now in 2018 who would like to send their kids as opposed to public school to a school like bicultural but frankly, uh, you know, there's a big difference in price when it comes to the yeshiva schools and when it comes to the yeshiva day schools and it comes to, to public schools. I mean, I, I guess this is one of the areas you're going to have to deal with uh, moving forward.
9: It's true. The cost of education is very high. We're more reliant on community support um, to make up the difference. But I think that if, if you're providing excellence in education... That's we're talking about families that, as I mentioned, another community might not go to a Jewish day school, but right. providing edu- excellence in education. And then you have that kind of, um, let's say, obsessive um, uh, quality about just wanting your students to to be kind. Bali khas- they should be Bali kh- they- Everyone should be a Bal chesed, and people should be um, should have kavod. If you kind of have that that attitude, even from, and also your Zioni school, that I think there's a lot of Jewish families out there who, it's not that they're that team, but just nevertheless, they want their kids to be in that kind of environment. And they'll make they want the... their kids to be able to, to read and write Hebrew. They want their, peop- their, 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 their kids to know about their Jewish heritage. They want their kids to be tied to Eretz Yisrael. They want their kids to be in a place that is safe and loving and, um, and, and is trying to develop their Medod, even if they themselves are not... Let's say Shomer Shabbos, so right. I think there's there is a drive for that. There has a value to that that people are willing to pay for over um, a free public school education,
0: right? And they're willing to make that investment. And uh, I, I appeal to everybody in this audience. If you know people in the Connecticut area, obviously the Stanford area more specifically, uh, especially families who you know wonder about the uh, the difference of sending their child uh, in a Jewish family, the difference of sending their child to a public school to a place like bicultural, or if you know people now at this point who would take advantage of the fact that there is a high school in Stamford, Connecticut, uh, a yeshiva high school, then uh, certainly start checking out Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. It is an uh, amazing opportunity now that the two schools are together and now that they, now that it's well known, that they're both in the city of Stamford, Connecticut. Rabbi Tzvi Bernstein, number one, I wish you a happy and healthy new year. And number two, I really hope that this coming year, uh, for you and everybody at Bicultural is a very, very successful one. The Stanford community, as you've indicated more than once during this conversation, is growing like crazy, and to have a really solid day school and Yeshiva High School would be an incredible and uh, amazing um, uh, aspect of the community. So I hope that the growth and that all your goals uh, continue to be met up there.
9: Well, thank you, enough, and that's very kind. And may your listenership grow continually,
0: especially, a- especially in Stanford.
9: Uh, yes, I don't think we. Uh, do we get the signal? Oh, Wait, you you're on the internet, so yeah. everybody can get you, right?
0: The whole world gets the signal. In fact, you might want to. You may want to make it a requirement on the first day of school that everybody install our app in their phone. That might be a good way to start things off. You know,
9: I can do that. Just after <laughs> I get to the tuition payment, I will talk about that. That's uh, significant and important for their own for their development.
0: Thank you, Rabbi Bernstein. Right. And shout out to you. Thank you so much. You too. Rabbi Bird Bernstein, he's the brand new dean up at the uh, Bicultural Hebrew Academy of Connecticut. They are now K-12 through in the city of Stamford. Thursday morning broadcast at 9 minutes before 8 o'clock. You're listening to JM in the AM.
10: solo in
1: zuwallon heo nel mio advo ho siete
4: שיש אננים שמחסים את הכל ולא Bakum Diva דבר רקומדים Echakul שקטות לא נעים. each and all misstake Mishputin, شخشانين مترجلين لاخاين مامشيخين كخ כח اونليم misto vevle لاخو et ذا عفرتي كل ذا عفرتي فاحنا دلين خايرين مترخكين مشبخا يالادين sora ka har
0: Stay in the A.M. with Yoni Z. Na, 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 na. Yoni Z with Raka Chad. Rogers Park before that with Bissim Chah. You heard the Mazel Tov selection done by Yerachmiel. Begun in the Miami Boys Choir. Two minutes after 8 o'clock. It is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world in the web at NachumSiegel.com. On the Single Network and, of course, in the beloved NSN app. Speaking of NSN app, don't forget you can comment away. Let us know what you want to hear. Where you are, etc., etc. Abe's bass felt the need. He may have seen that. Uh, it took a while for people to wake up on the app this morning to let us know. Shalom all, Boker Tov. Thank you, Abe. Danielle says, love this song by Miami. Please play Tzvila Chopa because of the wedding. Mm. See if we could do that. Oh, unless she means that Mazel Tov selection, which we just did. It could be. Well, I don't think so. Let's see. I have my copy here of the brand new Miami album. Is there one that actually... Oh, yeah. Number seven is Tfilo l'chup. Okay, we're going to try to do that coming up here at JM And, the app. and Khanna says, uh, good morning. Please play Rebono by Sim Khalina. We'll see if we can get to that. Any comments you have, you can go to the app, NSN, Nachum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. Please say, comment on the app. Let us know what you want to hear, et cetera, et cetera. Coming up at 9 o'clock, it's Unlocking Greatness with Charlie Harari. Spin class at 9.30. Drew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock. At 10.30, Miriam El Wallach. That's life with uh, Harriet Blank, director of OHEL's Geriatric Services. And in today's live lunch, I am told is going to um, feature some live lunch giveaways. And as well, we'll be welcoming uh, KEDEM's Gabriel Geller onto today's live lunch. It's all going to be happening between 11 and 1 o'clock Eastern time. Erev Shabbat shows we've been telling you, is going to be a spectacular one. It's brought to you by KEDEM. It starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight. In addition to Parshas Kisavo, Mark Zami concentrates on Slichos as well, so I guarantee you it's going to be quite a production. 7 p.m. tonight, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Uh, JM and the AM, we're into hour number three. Let's continue with Ari Goldwag at JM and the AM. From the Liner Live in Odessa CD, Simcha Liner at JM in the AM. Ari Goldwag before that with Via Hafta. You heard Donnie Z in there with Rock Echad from the brand new album, self-titled album here at JM in the AM. And now, with great pleasure, anybody recognize the music from the Art of the Cantor? He's with us live via telephone. We'll speak with him in just a moment. First, a few notes, a few bars, a few words from Cantor Natanel Herstic. He'll join us coming up. Keep it right here at JM in the AM. JM and the AM, if you stay tuned for the next few minutes in our conversation with Cantor Hershtig, I'll give you the second half of that Vishamru here at JM in the AM. Cantor, Chief Cantor of the Hampton Synagogue and one of the most amazing cantors on planet Earth, Cantor Natanel Hershtig is with us live via telephone. Cantor, Shana Tova, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shana Tova to you, Nachum, and to all Israel. How are you? Baruch Hashem, whose composition is that? Whose Vishamru is that?
8: This actually Yossele Rosenblatt in a composition that was never recorded. So uh, if you heard this, probably the first time you ever heard it. It's a Yosole but uh, how did, one that was never published. How
0: did Hershtik get a hold of it? Uh,
8: senior Hershtik, uh, <laughs> Naftali, my father, and Raymond Goldstein. Uh, you know, they they like to to dig things from you know from archives and from uh, libraries and then uh, really uh, you know rearrange them. And put them in in a new setup, in a little bit more modern setup, and and give them to the world. So uh, I happen to be the the, the fortunate one to uh, to to take the mission.
0: It is amazing, so, yeah. absolutely amazing piece. tunnel Hershtig with us. But first, let me mention that uh, we had the opportunity, as you know, obviously, to be at the Hampton Synagogue for a Shabbat. Uh, I mean, what what you and the choir do to spiritually enhance. Uh, the tefilot of the hundreds of people who are there is simply remarkable. So kolakavod. just it, it's it, yeah. And and I, I I was lucky. I was there on a Shabbat Rosh Chodesh. So I, I heard a lot of bonus pieces. You know <laughs> that normal yeah. that wouldn't be there on a normal Shabbat. And, right. No, I didn't mean to interrupt. And and um, one of the things that's so remarkable is that you're able and Rosh Chodesh Elul. This was evident. You're able to incorporate so many timely things into a regular shabbat so to speak. So my question is, did you did you utilize hints to the high holidays over the last couple of weeks as well or was that simply reserved for Shabbat Rosh Chodesh Elul and it'll come back this Shabbat because Slichot is on the way? What was the schedule in terms of incorporating high holiday hints into your Shabbat davening?
8: Yeah, well, you know, I think that that's that's something I, I um, you know I've, I've learned uh, through the years that uh, you know to prepare your, both yourself and your congregation to something that is coming up. You just give musical hints. Sometimes a, a musical hint, um, you know, tells you what's coming up, and it's like a reminder. It's like the chauffeur sound. It's like the things that remind us that come on, wake up. It's time, you know. the 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 great day is is, is coming up, and you need to uh, you need to prepare. So I incorporated uh, um, more tunes since Rosh Chodesh but Rosh Chodesh of course, is the time to to begin. Right. Um, yeah, but since then, yeah, I'm like challenging myself. Okay, what uh, you know, what tunes from Rosh Hashanah and keeper I'm going to use here, uh, you know, throwing all kind of uh, little hints in the nusach. But uh, of course, not doing entire just you know, right. little hints, reminders.
0: Kent and Natan with us. So, what about this Shabbat? Knowing you have slichot on Saturday night, um, anything even more grand than than what's been going on the rest of Elul, or not?
8: You know, I, uh, I, um, uh, as much as I'm thrilled that uh, you know that that you uh, and maybe other people, you know, see you know the grandiose of, of what we do there. Um think you know, thanks to Rabbi Schneier to to affording me and the choir to do that every Shabbat. We don't see it like as so, you know, grandiose. What we do is really prepare the music and we, we see it as, you know, as a musical challenge
1: right. per
8: Shabbat and then you know, I stand in the it's the same word. It doesn't matter if you stand loose table. Right governing for you and your family, or, or, or in a great synagogue. As soon as the music is ready, and, you know, rehearsed and ready. Now all you need to do is just to govern it well. So yes, of course we're preparing a beautiful slichot with uh, with, with with gorgeous music and, and, and beautiful beautiful stuff. But the main thing is that people will react to it and the people will be uh, inspired by it. Is there a rehearsal? Uh, is there a
0: slichot rehearsal today? Yes, actually. Yes. It'll la- it it'll, yeah. la- it'll last for how long today?
8: Uh, the, the slichot rehearsals are like three hours each. So um, wow. we do one Tuesday. Wow. Today we do one. Yeah. Wow. It, it's like uh, <laughs> we have like uh, ten ten compositions, and we dissect every bar in the music to uh, try to perfect it.
0: By the way, uh, we, take you know, it, we take it very seriously. It can't do. tunnel with us. By the way, and I'm sure that Rabbi Schneier and Rabbi Bronstein appreciate this. You have a, I'm convinced unless someone can prove otherwise, and I'm sure you've thought of this, but most people I don't think have, you have one of the more unique situations in the world of cantors. You know, if you speak, and we've done this, we've done this in the last 35 years, you speak to a cantor during July and August, especially before the month of Elul, and yeah, and even during the month of Elul, they will tell you they they are shut down completely until Slichos night. In fact, I was tell, telling this to somebody the other day. I believe there's a great cantor in New York who, if I'm not mistaken, will bench Rosh Chodesh every Shabbos Rosh, every, uh, every Shabbos Mavarchim, but will not bench Rosh Chodesh on Shabbos Mavarchim Elul because of the rest and and training that one needs as a cantor leading up to Slichos and Rosh Hashanah. You, not only are you dominating at full strength every... Shabbos during the summer, but in addition to that, you're going to daven this Shabbos right before Slichus begins. Yeah,
8: well, the, the, it is. It's every year. It's a challenge, and it's like running a, a long marathon. But who am I to complain? Because I'm not davening, and I'm davening at the Hamden synagogue from Shvuah to Sukkot. So from Sukkot to Shvuah, I am. Um, you know, I'm free to, on my own devices. So it's right. like you know, the, the, it's like the, uh, it's like you know, the Sfaradim. Uh, uh, wake up at four, uh, four in the morning to say slip us Chodesh Elul, and we only do it, you know, later, later in Chodesh Elul. We right. don't have to wake at four in the morning. So who are we to complain that we can't we cannot eat meals on Pesach, right? right. Everyone <laughs> has a compensation. All right, but I,
0: but I am correct pointing this out, right? You you know most of your colleagues take the summer off.
8: Yes, that's uh, correct. That's right. correct. And, and it is challenging. I must tell you, vocally, it's very challenging because every week, um, the, the the process I just described to you, the the, the rehearsal for shlichot is happening on a weekly basis. Right. These rehearsals are happening for a Shabbat. We take a Shabbat as seriously as we take any any service, um, and uh, you know. But you know, I I think that first of all, you know, training if you're an athlete. So you're able to do it. And this is, uh, you know, if, uh, if there's regular season, there's playoffs, this is playoffs, and we're we'll good. You know, we don't, we don't have to take off. You know
0: the World Series is coming up. You know that, right? <laughs>
8: <laughs> of of Hazanas? I didn't know. <laughs> they did
0: The World Series of Hazanas. I'm, I'm told that the menu is very sparse on that day, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> during, <laughs> during the World Series of Hazanas. You know, Dudu yeah. Fisher has told us that Yom Kippur is one of his easiest days. Is that true for you as well or not?
8: Um, easiest days you mean for a singer?
0: Yeah, like it does not, the fact that he hasn't eaten or, or even had water does not, like he's he's able to adjust and it ends up, it's one of his favorite days of the year. It, would, would that be I something? I don't know.
8: Uh, it depends. I mean, I think sometimes just the fact that you're distracted because you're busy throughout uh, the day. Right. But I must uh, admit that night I find challenging because you you just ate a meal. Right. You just ate a Sudam of second and you go straight to the performance of I mean the davening of of the drain. And um and also the lack of you know, be able to being able to drink something, even a little bit of water. Right. On a regular Shabbat I always like hold a couple of bottles next to me. Even on the Amud just when I feel a little bit dry, I, I sip a little bit of water. Right. I don't have the Yom keeper, but when I'm distracted, you know, when you when you're busy with something you don't think so much. You just do it. And yeah, that's it. So that's maybe true. on the on that sense maybe it's uh but um, also maybe Dudu and I feel differently about
0: this. Yeah, I hear that. And and you and you are are uh, you you are the cantor every Shabbat between as you just said between Shavuot and Sukkot, correct? Yes. Does that apply when Shabbat Shuva follows a Thursday and Friday Rosh Hashanah? Do you, you see-
8: know? Usually, the Shabbat before Slichos. They also give the Khazan a break. Right. Here, I I will
0: daven this Shabbat. What I'll about what about it, on yeah. a three on a three day Yantiv would you daven in on Shabashuva?
8: On a three day Yantav I will probably do musaf or something. I mean look, it's not I, I don't umtano I'm just not, trying to but, get it,
0: I'm just trying to get the point across how overworked you are that's all <laughs> um, I'll tell you this the
8: the relationship between between me and the synagogue is like that that you know if Rabbi Schneider just you know gives me a wink and tells me, listen, you know there are a couple of people here who came to listen and they'll be so disappointed and I'm happy to be the Shrva i I'll go to the ahmad right. i won't you know i'm not i'm not uh, you know I'm not a taxi driver I don't put the meter on. And I'm saying no, no. I, I, I you know, uh, up to this point, I deserve this. Up to that point, I deserve that. Um, you know, we have a very warm and Baruch Hashem very uh, um, open relationship. And uh, you know, if they need me to daven Shabbos Shul, I'll do it. And this Shabbat, for instance, Shabbat before Slichot, I'll daven too. Um, hopefully, that does not compromise anything in the performance of Slichot, but even enhances it because I'll come warmed up.
0: No, well, like I, that's for sure. Like I said, you have a very Speaking mm-hmm. of warmed up, you're a very warm and hospitable congregation that I could tell you from, uh, from my experience this summer. Well, it's 10 o'clock why Saturday. I,
8: now let me interview you. What, what, to Tell me a bit about the Shabbos because I remember it was a lot of fun and it was great having you. But why don't you tell me a little bit about your well, experience? I, I,
0: I felt it was a, uh, a a very spiritually uplifting experience, which for me to be in a three-and-a-half-hour fila is not always easy. And with you at the helm, I felt the time flew. Uh, which is a, mm-hmm. treme- a tremendous compliment for any cantor, Thank you. anybody, Thank who, you. anybody who leads Tfila. And I thought that the um, the way that Rabbi Schneier and Rabbi Bronstein conduct the service is something unique and something really special. And uh, I, I also believe that the congregation is a, a a shining example of how diverse a congregation can be, how attractive a a ritually observant congregation can be to all types of people in our community. And that was such an important lesson. For me yep, to see you know, upfront and personal uh, that Shabbat. By the
8: yeah, way, you know what? I, I I'm very happy to hear that. I want to tell you just this before before you take. I think that um, that decorum that you've seen in the Hampton Synagogue, I think that should set the the bar because you know I go around in, in Shabbat and in other congregations, and uh, you know there is a plague. In, uh, in, uh, in the Jewish community of today, you know, especially in the Orthodox community, when it comes to the You go to every synagogue, uh, most synagogues in the world do not have the today. And it's very sad because the means respect and people treat the, 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 the service as as important as if a politician speaks in, uh, in, in the Congress or people are quiet or in the concert hall. No one thinks that he can talk to his friend loudly. Uh, you go to a synagogue, everyone are talking. It's like a it's like a social event, and there is no respect to davening. So that the is something we lost. It was much more there, from what I understand. Years, yeah. of course, I grew up at the Great Synagogue in right. Jerusalem, but right. uh, but I'm sure that it was more so 20, 30 years ago. People had more respect to davening, and and I wonder if if it has to do with the fact that we're a little bit neglected the Amud. We made the Amud care that everyone could go to the Amud. If it's a yard site, you can go to the Amud on Shabbos. And uh, we said goodbye to the leaders of the Amud and the post. That post, that leadership, the post of the uh, Amud leadership is neglected. And because of that, I think that we lost a lot of the decorum. I I wish to see um, a change in other synagogues too in that in that regard.
0: I ne- I never thought of that relationship. I never thought of that domino effect that you just described, and it's such an important point. Such an important point. Uh, yeah. you'll, you'll you'll start Aisha about at ten p.m. for those in the Hampton area. Ten thirty. Ten thirty. And uh, every seat will be filled. <laughs>
8: I don't know. I have no idea. We have buses from from all kind of uh, you know from from Great Neck, from from T-neck, from Brooklyn. We have uh, we have people coming in their cars. We have a very different crowd on on Slicos because people I, I I haven't seen on Shabbos in there.
0: All right.
8: Um, yeah. So i don't know who's coming your
0: your your okay. your conductor has five choir members six choir members how many generally yeah so
8: on shabbat we have six uh, six choristers uh, per shabbat but on um, on we have on and we have
0: eight what did uh, what did eliafa have at the great synagogue
8: no eliafa choir choir has a choir that is like based mostly on uh, not professionals, but uh, people who volunteer. Uh, so the choir there is like I think can be sometimes thirty people. That's right. huge. It. Um, it's also very different uh, type of arrangements and different type of sound, a different type of uh, challenge.
0: Were you Were you in his um, choir?
8: Of course, I grew up at uh, the Great Synagogue for 30 I mean, from. Um, I mean, from from the day that synagogue was built, I, I was present there. So the music, the, the the choir, everything was was my backyard. Yeah,
0: unbelievable. His father, yeah. his parents, and my parents were very, very close many, many years ago. You know, his father was the Jaffe. Le- the yeah.
8: Jaffeys and, and and your father,
0: Colonel Jaffe, was uh, was mm-hmm. was a legend yeah. a legend in my family. Unbelievable.
8: Yes, yes. Legend uh, throughout the Jewish world. No qu- No yeah.
0: question about it. All right, 10.30 this coming Saturday night at Slichus at the Hampton Synagogue. Cantor Nathan el have you decided which will be the featured piece during Slichus this coming Saturday night? Will it be a Rosenblatt piece?
8: There will be a Rosenblatt piece. Usually it's at Lishmoel Arena, but that's not actually the focus. We have Glenn, we have Hirschman, we have... Uh, we have uh, we have really we have some hersticin inside. we have also some surprises you know some uh, some more modern contemporary stuff which we make sure we always include in the service um yeah and we have new arrangements also we we need to change it up from time to time right. we can't uh, see if you could with the same see if war. you
0: see if you could sneak in Yehuda Green Schmackoleno Natano <laughs>
8: No you know i I look it up I'll, I'll, I, and I, I there's some things I still need to learn
0: it's yeah. a it's a gr- it's a great selection, but obviously for the right crowd right you have to you have to play to the yeah. crowd and they love you out there in the Hamptons that's for sure Kentonatanil Herstik I wish you a happy, healthy sweet new year. your voice should be very very strong during this holiday Amen. season and it's always a pleasure Amen. always a pleasure to speak Oh, and I owe the audience the second half of Vishamru, which we're going to do right now.
8: Thank you, Nachum, Shana Tova, and Shana Tova to all JM and AM
0: listeners. Tadaraba, uh, and Shana Tova to everybody out at the Hampton Synagogue. Cantor Natanel Hershtick, as we promised, the remainder of this amazing Rosenblatt piece called Vishamru from the art of the Cantor at JM and the AM.
6: I have been a man. I have been a man. I see the I who knows what is in the heart Che viahat
0: Jam and the Am, it's Avram Al Avram Fried with Kamatov, the name of the album, El Ha'or, the name of that selection here at Jam and the Am. Uh, you heard uh, Yerachmiel in the choir with Tzvila Schuppa, that was by request. We'll dedicate that to all the Hasanam and Kalas out there. First of all, this past Tuesday night, Mazaltov again to the Sandell and Muller families. Tova Rachel and Dudi were married this past Tuesday night. The Sandells have a big Brachas coming up in uh, the Lower East Side of Manhattan. The Haglers. Uh, after Sunday's wedding, have a big Shabbat Shabbat here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. So we say Mazal Tov. Yeah, housing's at a premium, that's for sure. We say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMN. Also, uh, tonight I have both a cousin's wedding and a nephew's wedding. Talk about your um, your social uh, quandaries. So to the Purex and Izemans, we say Mazal Tov. Uh, Fage and Moshe are getting married tonight. My cousins, the Izemans down there in Lakewood, New Jersey. And I'll be there for the Bidnick siegel wedding. Uh, Sarah Bidnik and Yitzi Siegel, my wonderful nephew, they're getting married tonight to the extended Bidnick and Siegel families. We say Mazal Tov. Looking forward to the big event. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, this actually has an address. Usually these days people just put the name of the wedding hall on the invitation. <laughs> Figuring that ways will figure out the rest. Here we have an address. Uh, the... um. The NSN, Nahum Single Network app, has a lot of information on it, including a happy fifth birthday to Chevy Schochit, granddaughter to legendary Lenny Holstuck, and niece to legendary Daniela Robinson. It's a happy birthday, Chevy, from all of us here at the JM in the AM. Reminder, big schedule today, 9 o'clock right after JM in the AM. 12 minutes from now, it's Charlie Harari with Unlocking Greatness and Spin Class at 930 10 a.m. for Jew in the City Speaks with Allison Josephs. 10.30 for Miriam El Wallach and That's Life, director of O'Hel's geriatric services, Harriet Blank, is Miriam's guest. At 11 a.m., uh, you have a live lunch. We've got giveaways during the live lunch, and I am told that Kedem's Gabriel Geller will be stopping by during today's live lunch. It's all happening between 11 and 1 Eastern time. Then Throwback Thursday, then JM Rewind, and then the Era of Shabbos show, brand new with Mark Zamek which will be particularly amazing this week with Sleekh's coming up. It's presented by Kedem. It starts at 7 p.m. tonight. Make sure, Eastern time, make sure to be tuned in. Thursday morning broadcast, J.M. and the A.M. at 12 minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up. Keep it here at J.M. and the A.M. (laughs)
10: We have <laughs> a little difficult things, we don't need to not the world, we do tzat need to answer. They're asking for
1: In me means-
0: new six days is the name of that one before that we got to the request finally for Rebono done by Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM reminder full schedule coming up including um, unlocking greatness with Charlie Harari coming up next spin class at 9.30 10 o'clock Eastern Time Jew in the City speaks with Allison Josephs 10.30 for That's live with Miriam Elwalik. Harriet Blank Director of OL's Geriatric Services is Miriam's guest today. At 11 a.m., live lunch giveaway is going to be happening. Make sure to be tuned in between 11 and 1 o'clock Eastern Time for the final Thursday live lunch before Labor Day. And um, our Erev Shabbat show brought to you by our friends at Kedem is going to be stellar later tonight starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Mark Zamek on an Erev Slechus. A lot of great selections, guaranteed. Make sure to be tuned in. A big thank you to our friends at Kedem. Achina Bissar, and Machem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you with your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at on the NachumSigl Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday for us here at JM&M. Don't forget that Friday's JM&M will include Malcolm Honlein, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Yes, even on Labor Day weekend, Malcolm Holmline expected tomorrow, 7.40 Eastern Time here at JM in the AM. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. Charlie Harari is next. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.